to have you. We are broadcasting live here in Arizona. And uh, in Phoenix, as a matter of fact, at the uh, Phoenix Convention Center, which is a media row, which is probably, uh, again, on a Monday, the, the busiest I've seen in a long time. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's great that it's back, uh, just perspective-wise, uh, because obviously a couple of years ago there wasn't because of COVID, uh, two years in a row. And then last year out in L.A., L.A. had a lot of restrictions uh, so a lot of media, especially Hall of Famers, older uh, Hall of Famers and older, you know, former players and such and booking agents, they did not uh, come to L.A. And one of the reasons also was because it was so spread out because some of the places like Fox, like ESPN, uh, because that's home of Fox. So Fox, they wanted you to go into Westwood and ESPN was in a different area and the the you know media center was downtown next to the Staples Center and anywhere you went it was a you know 2 to 3 4 hour drive because of traffic and nobody wanted to deal with that so you didn't get nearly as many and everybody you know said hey look uh, you know because of all the restrictions we don't really want to go anyway uh, whereas this year there aren't any and everybody's back and it looks like it's getting back to what it was pre covid now there's not as many We'll say radio stations from around the world that are here, and I'm really excited to see what uh, you know opening night is going to be because they haven't had opening night now in three years. Uh, but we'll see what opening night is like tonight. As opening night was always when you got you know all the all, all the craziness where you had the you know some of the uh, stations from around the world and from other countries where you had uh, people dressed as rodeo clowns and there was the one woman that would dress in a wedding gown and ask different players to marry her. Uh, she was going after Tom Brady for quite some time. Uh, you get a lot of really weird questions. I know the Jimmy Kimmel show, the last time we were doing this was uh, back at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in the State Farm Arena in Atlanta. And the Jimmy Kimmel show was live there, and uh, one of their, their guys was popping up everywhere. And so it was, it was really wild. It was a crazy scene. And then obviously COVID hit and shut everything down, and now we're back. So uh, we'll see what tonight is like. But tonight on ESPN and on Fox and the NFL Network, it is going to be opening night live over there at Footprint Arena, which is the home of the Phoenix Suns, and uh, they're turning that into uh, a you know large football-style field inside that arena, and they're going to have, I think, 10 to 15 guests from the podium, and uh, then after that, the players are just kind of wandering around. So it's, it's, it's going to be a fun night. It's going to be a fun night. We're l- looking forward to it a lot, and it's going to be a, a good time, and we'll bring you a lot of the interviews and such tonight. As well, uh, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Orlando Brown, Juju Smith, uh, Smith-Schuster, Isaiah Pacheco, Nick Bolton, Ladarius Sneed, Jarek McKinnon, all going to be on podiums. Now, we're hoping that Mike and I uh, or one or the other can sit down with MVS and talk with him tonight uh, about, obviously, life after Green Bay and get into that discussion. So we're looking forward to that. And then uh, Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown and the the Eagles group, they're going to take the stage first tonight and then Kansas City after the fact. So there you go, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, please feel free. Uh, Another little tidbit, news story over the weekend, it really doesn't have a lot to do with the Green Bay Packers, but uh, Aaron Rodgers' uh, two-year approach to playing could be complicated trade talks for the Packers, uh, according to several executives. Hard to trade hefty capital for just one year, as they say. Teams would prefer at least two seasons. So one NFC executive floated 
a solution that Green Bay could make the draft picks conditional with a sliding scale based on how long Rodgers plays. For example, a second-round pick turns into a first-rounder if Rodgers doesn't retire after this year. It would take uh, some of the guesswork out of all of this, which is what has become the guessing game of will he or will he not and uh, what you would give up to get a guy like Aaron Rodgers into the fold. It seems to be, at least the talk here, here, is that the Packer? It's a it's a foregone conclusion. It's it's logically it makes sense for both guys, Packers, Rodgers, to part ways. That that's what's going to happen. And if you ask and poll anybody around here, uh, most people believe that's it. But the caveat being when they come to us and they say, "What do you think?" And I have said all along that I think Rodgers is. Uh, wanting to end his career in Green Bay. this The financial situation makes it difficult, but don't forget he was very specific in saying no matter what happens, the number that's the number will not be the number going into this upcoming season. So if the Packers get enough cap relief, even though there's $17 million over the cap right now, if they get enough cap relief and uh, there's enough there there that they feel they can run it back, I think they do. I think there is a genuine want in Green Bay, as much as logic will tell you it's time to move on, there's a genuine want and sentimentality to try to run this this thing back one more time. And it's funny because uh, RNR, the radios, uh, the Raiders network, uh, is here, and uh, we were talking to some of those guys off the air, and they're saying, "Oh no, Rogers is coming." They're convinced, uh, you know, they're convinced that Aaron Rodgers is on his way to Las Vegas to reunite with Devontae Adams and that Mark Davis will do anything and everything to get him and trade whatever he needs to trade. Uh, and then the next question is, you know, do you think Rodgers can get along with Josh McDaniel? Josh McDaniel being, one, uh, a guy that's not a solidified head coach, and two, while he's a good offensive mind, Rodgers has a better offensive mind in many cases that at least that's what they think. So whether or not those two could even coexist is another question. So I... I, and I think all of it is moot until, one, Rodgers says he's coming back, and, two, he, he could always say, look, I want to come back and I want to play for Green Bay. I'm not really a fan of going anywhere else. I don't want to learn new systems. I don't want to work with new guys. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be just a commodity. I, th- this is what I'd like to do. And I think that he – it's not that he has all the cards. I think it's just that there's a, a lot of honor to the wishes that could take place in Green Bay. So we'll see. What happens? But I, my, if I had to be a betting person, I'd say 60% of me says Rodgers is coming back to Green Bay, while the other 40, 40% says, you know, or 39% says that he could go elsewhere. And then the 1% of me says, well, he could also just say, I'm going to call it a career and go ahead and retire. But nevertheless, uh, I still believe that uh, a large portion of me says that he's going to be the guy calling signals under center in Green Bay. So, uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, what else is, uh, is there anything else that we've missed, Ben, in the world that, uh, we need to pay attention to? I know that Kyrie Irving, uh, the rumor is that he's gone. He's, he's off. He's been traded to the Dallas Mavericks. I know here in Arizona, they're wanting Kevin Durant desperately at this point. Uh, I know the trade deadline is, is coming up on this, uh, if I uh, believe Thursday, and there's some talk about you know what the what the pack or excuse me what the Bucks are going to end up doing, but uh, for the most part, have we missed anything else in the world of sports that's uh, important at this moment? Oh, Bill, the Pro Bowl. Are you serious? It was that really? Did you see the <laughs> NFL took a beating yesterday? They showed that game, 
and the, there was a picture of the stands, and there was nobody there in the stands in this particular picture. It showed a very vast and, you know, a few people, you know, maybe the first 20 rows or something like that, but there was nobody else there. And it, there was nothing. And the NFL took a beating on social media last night. I mean a beating on social media. What, that What was once a joke of a game has now become a joke of a weekend. Although, didn't a few players enjoy the flag football game? Yeah, some of them. I don't know. It was. I, I can't say I watched it, to be completely honest. I was watching the chatter surrounding it and the clips. But no, I was locked into Pebble Beach this weekend. I, I saw Josh Jacobs say it was stupid, the Raiders running back. It just seemed, first of all, some of the activities they were doing seemed to be ones that would lead to injury. So if the whole point is not getting hurt, these guys are right. out there pulling sleds of hundreds and hundreds of pounds and right. running through brick walls. But I, I don't know. I didn't pay much attention, frankly. Yeah, um, I, boy, I, I'm, I, I watched a little of it and I was beyond bored. I don't know how else to put it. I was beyond bored. It was just awful. So I'm not a – I wasn't a fan of any of the, the – the, it was just stupid. You know, dodgeball, and, I mean, I guess it's okay to kind of pay attention to. And there was a few hits, and you kind of went, oh, you know, I think uh, one of the one of the guys, I can't remember his name, took it in the face. And then they said, okay, no headshots. You know, so, uh, okay. I just – there was nothing to it. The, the, they were doing different things, dodgeball and – passing drills and then long drive golf contests and it it was just like they had they did something to do something am i not mis- am, am i missing the point here right they just did something to do something yep pretty much that was that was it i mean they it branded was, it, it as eli versus Peyton manning which added right. as much intrigue as, as anything else there frankly right but yeah it's it's still it, trying it to put terrible. something together it was i've said all along if you really want to do it right you bring all these guys here to the, the NFL experience. You introduce them on different days. You know, Monday is or Tuesday is your your AFC. You know, Wednesday is your NFC. All these guys do an autograph session. They do a Q&A, um, you know, and they get their accolades. They pay them to be here um, and... And, you know, whatever. If you want to do Radio Row, if you want to do shows, if you want to mingle with the fans, if you just want a free trip to someplace cool or warm, whatever, uh, give them a stipend and then off they go, you know, and make them a part of the, you know, introduce them on the stage on Thursday night during the honors show uh, before Super Bowl. You know, like I said, bring them in on Tuesday, AFC on Tuesday, Wednesday, NFC, Thursday night, because the NFC honors uh, banquet now uh, is televised on Thursday night, the honors show. And then you introduce the pro bowlers on the honor show. And then after that, off they go. You know, this, it's it, beyond that, it's, it's everything's hokey and stupid. And I can't, can't fathom as to why they're doing it. I, they keep saying it's for the fans, but it's, it's just not anymore. It, you know what it is? It's for a contract. It's for money, and it's for a contract for television for something. And it's just, it's, it's embarrassingly bad. So I, I that's, that's my opinion. I, I'm maybe, I'm in the minority here, but if anybody watched the Pro Bowl, did anybody really enjoy it? You know, uh, Merlin says the NFL needs to get rid of it. It was super embarrassing. Uh, Matthew said, I like dodgeball, but that was ba- basically it. Uh, this is from Jeff, who says uh, over in the email side of things, he said uh, that was awful. 
I watched about five minutes and had to turn it off because I felt bad and embarrassed for the guys that were participating. Uh, and this is from Jim, who says, you work your entire season to be considered a pro bowler, and then they want to put you out in a dodgeball game? Seriously? That's embarrassing? Uh, it, it, right? And it was just made for TV? That was it. It's the only reason they do it. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Brandy, Brandon over in the Bud Light live stream said, I watched uh, the flag football game for a little bit, turned it off. Boring as hell. I agree. I agree. Uh, we are broadcasting live here uh, in the media center in Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, Radio Row. It's hopping. Uh, there's uh, to that side that you're looking at on the Bud Light live stream and Fox, and you've got uh, the Westwood One Network. Uh, just off to the right side of that is NBC and the Peacock Networks. And down uh, further from us, you've got uh, our friends uh, over there from DraftKings and such. And way off in the distance, you've got Sirius NFL Radio and the Pat McAfee shows on the DraftKings stage. Bally's is right in front of us, as you can see. You've got the Sleep Number podcast. You've got OutKick is here. You've got Bleacher Report is here. I mean, everybody's here. Uh, anybody who's anybody is here, as a matter of fact, when it comes to uh, the larger world of podcasts and sports and such. So uh, hopefully you're getting a lot of the sights and sounds and such of uh, Radio Row. Stay tuned. We've got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Look, if you are uh, planning any kind of a trip, whether it's going to be, uh, say, going down to Jamaica, you're going to be heading on a cruise, you're going to be heading to an all-inclusive uh, to Mexico, or you're going to go international, uh, our friends over there at uh, Cruise Planners, whether it's uh, land or sea, land or sea, remember that, uh, they've got it for you. they got the best deals right now on cruises, by the way, and uh, which are up and running in full force. But if you're looking to book one, whether it's this year, maybe an Alaskan cruise come summertime or in the fall, or maybe you want to book one this time next year. They can, All you got to do is put a little bit down, and they can even help you finance the rest. It's that simple. But say you're putting a family reunion together. People are coming in from all parts of the country. They can help you out. If you want to go just to Florida for a weekend or Padre Island or down to the Keys, you can do that. Or maybe a, a big junket with a whole bunch of buddies, and you're heading off to a bachelor party out in Vegas. Whatever it is, 262-344-0697. That is our buddy Kirk and the gang over there at Cruise Planners. 262 262-344-0697. And also one of our proud sponsors that bring us down here, uh, Radio Row, the Media Center in Phoenix, Arizona, along with all of our other broadcasts, whether it's going to be uh, spring training or Sturgis or what happened or what have you. Uh, just get a hold of them, 262-344-0697. And we say thanks to them for being a part of the program as well. Again, Kirk, uh, give Kirk a call, 262-344-0697. Good stuff. Um, Got to, uh, th- this one is uh, is from Anthony, and uh, since uh, the rest of the day, we're, you know, as everybody starts to get here and get settled and such, the guests start to become more plentiful beginning tomorrow. But one of the questions was, uh, if Aaron Rodgers decides to retire, would that hamstring the Green Bay Packers? Well, obviously, you can't trade him away, so yes. They would have to split up some of that money, yes. Uh, you don't get a lot out of him. And he says, so if you think he's going to, then why would you not trade him now before anything? First of all, you can't do anything until the league year happens. Uh, and if you if you think he's going to retire, you're not going to scam another team. 
you know, he has to commit to playing before you can trade him. You can't be dishonest in that sense if that's what you're kind of insinuating. That'll, that, that's not going to happen. So you're not going to dir- deal dirty because nobody will ever do a trade with you ever again in, in that case. So I, I think that's what you're insinuating. If you think he might retire, then make the deal now so he's somebody else's problem and they owe him the money. It doesn't work that way. It's, it's, it's much more complicated. If he, if he retires, the Packers owe him the money. They owe him the guaranteed money, and that's, that's what's going to be prevalent. You know, um, So, and, and also, I, again, if you think he's going to retire, he's not going to retire. I would be, I don't say I would be shocked very often, but I think I'd be pretty shocked if he retired. I really do. I think that uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be around. He's got a lot of money to make that decision for him. I think he was is is in a much better spirit inside of things this year than he has been the last few. Um, so I think he is is indeed going to be playing football this year i think his competitive spirit is flowing and i think right now in just the talk over the weekend with uh raiders fans and you know uh, 49ers fans and such and even jets fans to a certain extent a while back i think there's a lot of discussion about you know kind of you know hey aaron would you go here would you go there i think he's toying with people he's having fun he's having fun well he knows what he wants to do he's just taking his time to make the decision but i think he's just kind of having fun you know so I, uh, I I believe he's coming back, and I said that, you know, and I've been saying it for a long time. He's not going to retire, not because of the money. He's not going to retire because he's still competitive. He's not going to retire because that's not the way he's going to go out, uh, playing a, a, a bad week or a bad season, uh, not a week but a season, uh, in, in which he had the broken thumb, he had the busted-up knee, and, and just didn't look good, and people questioning whether or not he can still play. Um, so I, I, I just firmly believe that he's, he's going to come back. I just do the, you know, I, I guess, I guess you can argue with it and people want to, but just knowing what I know and feeling what I feel, I'm just giving my honest opinion and that people ask me for it. So I might as well go ahead and give it to you in a very honest way. And I also have said it time and again, I think 60% of me says he's a Packer next year. I believe that. I really believe that. So I'm, I'm, I'm good with that call. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. Again, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a buzz, feel free to go ahead and do it. Would, uh, would, would love to, would love to uh, you know, chat with you. We, uh, again, uh, broadcasting out here, it's, it's awesome. It's, uh, I saw, uh, I know that right now you've got, uh, Florio and Chris Sims over on NBC Sports. They're just off to my right, and they're doing their show today, uh, and that's going on right now. I know a little bit earlier uh, I ran into Boomer Esiason from CBS and obviously the fan, WFAN, and they're here. They're on site. CBS Radio is on site. And uh, when you run into these guys and you get a chance to just mention to them and say hi to them and such, and we know Chris Sims. Chris has been on the program for years and years and years. We've enjoyed having him on, and we've had Boomer on before as well. And the same thing is, you know, they'll say, what do you think? That's the talk, and I know people get tired of it, and I, and I said this before, there's a level of, uh, and I call it Rodgers fatigue. It's it's Packers quarterback fatigue. We went through this with, with Brett Favre, and it was back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and then finally they made the move, and then that was the saga because Favre, remember, flew back into Green Bay and tried to kind of force his way into the team. It was up in a, a private suite, and there was all of that, you know, kind of, 
testiness back and forth between the the train had left the station. Remember that when Mike McCarthy said that? All of that. All of that went on, and people kind of got burned out on it. And then Rodgers now, over the last few years, and uh, two years as a matter of fact, to go back to not wanting to come and play for the Packers, to now coming back to training camp, but not wanting to be back for any of the you know, OTAs and mini camps and you know, the jettison of, uh, of Devontae Adams, who wanted to go to Vegas and you know, he wanted to, to, to move on, and, and now this offseason, on top of all of that, and, you know, the speculation and all the, the very quip answers that lead you down one road uh, makes you believe that two possible things could happen but are always so vague that just irritates the hell out of you but keeps you guessing and keeps you talking. It's all been the buzz. It just is. That, that's out of everything else non-football related when it comes to non-the game, um, you know, even I'm driving in this morning, even the um, broadcast here, uh, 620 WK, KTAR, I think is what it is, uh, both the AM and FM, and they were talking about it this morning. They were talking about the Suns, and they were talking about, obviously, who's going to replace Cliff Kingsbury and such, and they're looking for coordinators here as well, and they're trying to figure out who the next coach is going to be, and discussions of Brian Flores possibly getting an opportunity at some point because he still has a lawsuit against the league, and will anybody touch him? And then, obviously, it all circles back around, and comes back to Aaron Rodgers. It is just the talk, you know? It is just the talk. It just it just is. So uh, that's it. Um, the uh, Pac fan says, didn't you say that uh, during the season uh, Devontae grew uh, tired of 12's antics, and that's part of the reason why he went out of Green Bay? He grew, Not necessarily uh, of Aaron Rodgers, but what he grew tired of was the Packers would not talk to him because they couldn't make a decision on what they were going to do with him until they knew what Rodgers was going to do. So the back and forth and back and forth, yeah, there was a frustration there. Absolutely. But it necessarily wasn't with specifically Aaron Rodgers. It was the fact that they would not talk to him until they talked to Aaron Rodgers. So he got pissed off at the team because of what was going on. I guess you could probably say there was a little bit of a a friction there uh, when the departure happened. But I think right now, and Devontae knowing what he knows – and remember, Aaron did not tell Devontae what he wanted as far as whether he was coming back or not. Even Devontae said it in his, in his presser. When he left here, Devontae said uh, very specifically, you know, he talked about, you know, I know Aaron, and, you know, if he comes back for another year, uh, wouldn't talk about beyond another year. And then he was talking about Jordan Love and said Jordan's a great guy, but, and then he stopped himself and then kind of went from there. And so there was a lot of discussion uh, with Devontae about what he wanted. And I think had they gone to him two years ago with the deal that he, he is now currently getting, I think, he's, I think he's still a Green Bay Packer. But the fact that they couldn't make that kind of commitment to him because at the time they didn't know what the contract was going to be for Aaron Rodgers. They couldn't, they couldn't make the commitment, and he grew tired. And he wanted – that's when he finally made the decision, you know what, I just want to get closer to home. He started to talk to Derek Carr more because apparently he and Derek Carr had been conversing for a long period of time about the possibility of those two playing together again. And it was enticing to Devontae, and he lives out that way, we wanted that home in, in Vegas. So that's when he made that decision to say, you know what, no matter what you say at this point, I just, I'm just i going to go. Uh, I, I think it's going to be best for me. I've got the family convinced of that. Uh, I think going out to, to Vegas is going to be the best thing. You know, he even said going from one Hall of Famer to the next, meaning Derek Carr was going to be that guy. And then obviously look what happened this year. Now, 
if I'm Devontae Adams, hell yeah, I'm making friends with everybody, even if there was a little bit of animosity there. Um, there nothing on my part because he doesn't know who he's going to get to be the next quarterback uh, of the Las Vegas Raiders that's going to be able to give him enough throws, give him enough catches, give him enough numbers to continue his quest towards a Hall of Fame. You know, I mean, obviously he wants to get a championship, but his goal was to get the numbers and wear a gold jacket. So, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's do this. We'll step out. We'll take a quick break. We're broadcasting live here in the media center uh, here in Phoenix, Arizona. And it is a buzz, to say the very least, with uh, all the different shows and such setting up. Some are already on the air. Some are already here doing their thing. Some are podcasting already or on the air doing uh, their radio shows or podcast programs and such. Uh, but I know that this is going to be a buzz. By tomorrow, this place will be packed. It'll be buzzing. Uh, we've seen a lot of the agents walking through here, booking their guys. We're going to get a lot of them coming up here throughout the week for sure. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show live out here in Phoenix, Arizona, coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Phoenix, Arizona. We're in the media center inside the convention center, the NFL fan experience, and oh, so good. And uh, boy, they got started right away. I, that's what I was saying, uh, Ben. I don't know if you're uh, catching any of Pharrell, or not Pharrell, um, but uh, any of uh, the uh, the Pat McAfee show, but uh, they are on. And uh, normally they don't start until like Tuesday or Wednesday, you know, uh, as they set their stage up, but they got in yesterday and they got it going. I mean, like right away. And uh, so they are now doing the, uh, I believe, Pat McAfee getting ready to get underway. If I'm not mistaken, they got the DraftKings stage all set up, and they've got a different show there right now. But I just saw A.J. Hawk walk by, and he waved to us. And uh, also uh, McAfee is over in the corner with A.J. So uh, we're hoping to get both of those guys on later this week. A.J. just pointed and said, when do you need me? And we're hoping at some point we can get him on. Uh, I don't think it's going to be today, obviously, but... Uh, probably sometime later in the week, but looking forward to hopefully getting both of those guys on. So, Ben, uh, the last half hour of the show today, I just uh, messaged you, uh, because of the time, because normally it's two hours behind as opposed to one hour, and it's a weird thing because Phoenix doesn't change. So when we go to Daylight Savings and we spring ahead, then they're two hours behind uh, as opposed to only one. Anyway, long story short, scheduling conflict came up. i got to do some TV with Pharrell today. So are you good uh, handling sure. the uh, handling the last half hour of the program today? Yeah, why not? Okay. So about an hour from now, for those that watch the sports grid and uh, watch that uh, with uh, Sirius XM and listen to it and such, uh, I'm going to be on with Pharrell. They had, they had booked me for a, to more. That's what I'm saying. They want Aaron Rodgers talk. I can't get enough of it. Well, I might watch so. it and, and react live on air. So Erica, who is our floor booker, and she's been with me now, I don't know how, how many years, uh, but so she, she walks up and she says, okay, we've got all of this, we've got this. She starts going through the list and she says, okay, I've got meetings i got to go to. I said, okay, go. So she's meeting with uh, Doug Gottlieb, uh, Aaron Sims, Boomer Esiason. She's talking to McAfee and, and uh, A.J. Hawk right now. As a matter of fact, I can see her over there. And uh, then uh, there's uh, a few other bookers that are here that are trying to get people hopefully on the show. Uh, we've confirmed Mike Golick, and everybody remembers Mike, who was with Mike and Mike for so many years now. He uh, is done. He's doing his own show, but he's also part of the Westwood One 
uh, foot NFL football broadcast. He works a lot with Kevin Harlan and Ian Eagle and such. So he uh, has uh, said he's coming over. He's going to be joining us. Uh, and I think there's two or three other people she went to get, and they're po- they're putting them into kind of the time slots. And then uh, we're going to do with our guys from Vancouver, Canada, uh, Bob uh, Moj, Moj and the guys. We're going to do some stuff with them, and we're going to talk Canadian football. I'm going to go on their program. They're going to come on ours and, and such. And then uh, we've got our uh, friend Sonia, who works with Mike Ditka and Ron Jaworski and the Cigars with the Stars. They just came by and said Jaworski wants to come on the program again. So we, we're getting kind of loaded. It's, it's kind of cool. It would be great if the entire show was booked by the end of day today. And uh, coming up tomorrow on the program, like I said, we're going to bring you a lot of the uh, the sights and sounds of tonight, which is opening night as the Eagles take the stage first over at Footprint Arena and then the Kansas City uh, Chiefs take the stage second at Footprint Arena. So we're going to give you a lot of that coming up tomorrow on the program as well. So a lot of, a lot of exciting stuff. This is probably the earliest that we've uh, gotten this many. That's what I'm saying. Uh, it, it's like Super Bowl and Media Week and such. It's like it's back. It, it just feels good. It, it's uh, You see a lot more familiar faces this year than we have in the past. Writers are here walking around. Oh, Peter King's the other one. Peter King. Would you like to get Peter King on, Ben? Sure. Why not? <laughs> Listen, listen, I would love to get Chris Sims on because he hates yeah? Jalen Hurts. Yes. And, and just have him go through that whole thing. Okay. But no. Well, he, uh, we'll talk. We'll see if we can't get Chris on. Chris has always been really good. He's been uh, he's good at breaking it down. I Between him and Dan Orlovsky, I really enjoy listening to both of those guys talk about quarterback play and offensive you know, play calling and running. And so, Speaking of that, uh, did you see the pictures that I took the other night? I did not. I can't say I've been on uh, social media much. I've been working. Okay. We were uh, in Old Scottsdale. ESPN always separates themselves from everybody. They're just too. This this whole setup here is beneath them. So they set up elsewhere. And that is over in uh, in Old Scottsdale. And that set is right in front of my buddy's uh, uh, shop, which is called Sound Art USA. And so we were over there the other night. And uh, it is, they carpeted the entire, now Old Scottsdale is Old Scottsdale. It's, it used to be dirt roads, and now it's paved roads. But they carpeted every street in that five-block you know, area. And they shut it all off. Uh, so all the merchants, they're going to get a bunch of fans. They're going to be walking through there. But there's no more parking on the streets in those areas, obviously. So it's interesting because they, they carpeted, like AstroTurf, all the streets. They put in benches. They put in seats. It's like a park now. It's it's an amazing setup. I took a few pictures the other night. If you haven't seen it over on the Facebook fan page or on Instagram, just look for The Bill Michael Show on both. But they carpeted that area. Uh, so it's it's really interesting um, in, in kind of what they're, what they're going for. And it looks like the weather's going to be perfect. So for those shows that are over there, uh, I you know I do encourage you to, to pay attention to it. It's really cool, all that pageantry and, and fandom that is the NFL and such. But they're going to do all those shows. Uh, my assumption is they're going to do Get Up. They're going to do uh, First Take, uh, NFL Live. All those shows will be over there. And uh, at some point or another, we're going to try to zip over there. I want to see if we can't get Dan Orlovsky to maybe join us at some point on the program, which would be fantastic. But Because uh, he's uh, still a big proponent of Aaron Rodgers and the ability to, to run the offense. So, uh, anyway, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 
1670. Hit us up if you choose to do so. We'd love to have you on. Again, 877-867-1670. This one's from uh, Chris. Chris says, uh, first of all, great setup. Radio Row looks alive. I'm enjoying the video. He says, uh, are they talking about Aaron Rodgers wanting to stay in Green Bay? Or is Aaron being coy and not tipping his hand as to where he wants to be traded? That's the question. Um, No, he really hasn't. Aaron hasn't said anything about anything. He's, he, the only thing he said is, I'm not going to San Francisco. That's it. Other than that, he hasn't said anything. He hasn't said whether he's coming back. He just smiles and grins. He plays with those who have questions. He has, and he, you know, Aaron said a week ago on the Pat McAfee show, when it came time and they asked him specifically about the length of his decision and if this was you know, coming sooner rather than later, and one of the things that he said is that right now this time is about Philadelphia and Kansas City. It's, it's not time for him to take anything away from the spotlight of those two teams. So I, I would not, maybe this time next week, he makes a decision, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I don't know. But I have said if, if, if he's going to make a decision, if he's going to make any kind of a decision, I say it's um, the week of the 20th or the 27th. I, I, I picked uh, Tuesday the 28th because my guess is if he makes a decision, it's probably going to be like over the weekend, 25th, 26th, 27th, he'll let the Packers know what's going on, and then he'll talk about it on the McAfee show, most likely on like the 28th, which is a Tuesday. That's the last day of February. Then you get into to March, and he said he wanted to make a decision before then. So – he likes the toy that's going on right now, the cat and mouse uh, between reporters and, you know, media entities and obviously the teams. And so I don't think he's going to make a decision. Uh, I don't think it's going to come next week. I think it's probably going to come the week after or maybe even leading into the end of the month and probably not much before. That, that's just my guess. But all this stuff back and forth about the decision-making and stuff, it's I know it's tiring and I know it's a pain in the ass. Uh but that, that's my take, and that's what I'm telling everybody. And it's boring. Quite frankly, it's boring. It's boring to give you that answer because people want to know. They, they're like, oh, what, what's the insight? I, I don't know. I haven't talked to Aaron. Mike hasn't talked to Aaron. I talked to Mike, and Mike's in that locker room as much as anybody, if not more. And, you know, Mike was actually texting uh, this morning. We were texting back and forth to a couple of different entities when it came to, uh, when it came to the Packers, people uh, that we know with them, and just to see if people are going to be here. You know, if, if Matt LaFleur was going to be here, if some of the coaches were going to be here, because Matt LaFleur is still looking for, uh, you know, a, a special teams coach, possibly if it's Basaccia leaves, they're looking for, you know, uh, uh, you know, obviously uh, uh, a secondary coach. They got to find a secondary coach under Joe Barry. If Joe Barry doesn't have anybody specific in mind, they've got to find a few people right now. So we thought maybe he's here. Maybe they're doing some mixing and mingling, but it doesn't look like it, to be honest with you. So, so I, I know people want to know, but, and it's boring, but, I don't think you're going to get an answer for the next couple of weeks, and I think this saga is going to drag on. It really is. 877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by our terrific friends and a longtime sponsor. Been with us a a good period of time. We certainly appreciate them being with us. That's our friends over at New Mail Medical. New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin and well beyond the borders. And if you you have it, you know you have it. They have a 98% success rate. If you are feeling moody, sluggish, slow, if you're putting on some weight, you don't have the energy, it possibly could be some low T. If you're over the age of 30, you can stop in, get your numbers checked. It takes maybe 10, 15 minutes like that. It's no big deal. And they can put you on the right path. Or maybe you need some supplements. Maybe you're looking for energy. They can help you out with that, that as well. The All-in-One Weight Loss Program, they have made it even better. 
They have redefined it. They, it's kind of like weight loss in a box. They give you this whole kit. You follow it. You start out. They check you. They make sure your health-wise is good. And on you go. And it works. That's the best part about it. They just say the pounds melt away. And I can't wait to get back to Wisconsin. I can't wait to kind of up the ante, so to speak, from what I'm doing now to what I'll be doing then. I'm looking forward to that so much. So it's it's awesome. So uh, by all means, get a hold of them. 414-455-4451. Again, 414-455-4451. That's the New Mail Medical Center. Again, 414 455 4451. Get a hold of them and tell them we sent you. They're just good people over there. More of the Bill Michael Show live out here in Phoenix, Arizona, coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, here's Mike Clemens. The Eagles and the Chiefs landed in Phoenix yesterday. Tonight, they'll take questions from the media on opening night on the NFL Network. The Eagles' Jalen Hurts was asked, with Patrick Mahomes, does it mean something to be a part of the first Super Bowl with two African-American players starting at quarterback? Yeah, I think it's history. I think it's something that's worthy of being noted, and it is history. You know, it's come a long way. I think there's only been seven um, African-American quarterbacks to play in the Super Bowl, so to be the first for some is, is pretty cool. This will be Andy Reid's fourth trip to the Super Bowl, once with the Eagles and now twice for the Chiefs. Reid asked about what he says to his players that have never been here before. If you haven't been there, it's hard to explain, right? Yeah, I mean, you tell them, but they got to see it. But they're, we're, we're giving them a heads up on all that, so... And before the Chiefs left Kansas City, their fans lined up to get the autograph of not Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey, but of a former Packer, now one of their wide receivers. Long lines show the commitment of Chiefs Kingdom. Hundreds of people stood in line today to get the chance to beat Marquez Valdez-Scantling with a surprise from one more player, too. Marquez Valdez-Scantling spent his last day in KC meeting the fans who will be cheering him on in Arizona. They're a big part of our, our team. Um, you know, without our fans, you know, we would have a good football team, you know, and, and they're supportive through ups and downs, and I think it's important that we show our appreciation to them. We'll have reports all week from Super Bowl 57 here in Phoenix. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. to have you the bill michael show we continue on hey i want to remind you that our friends at the four seasons island resort if you're looking for a great destination for a corporate meeting or a conference the four seasons island resort uh, they have over ten thousand square feet of banquet space uh they have catering and activities you got to get a hold of our girl bar because it is an awesome place to go an awesome place to go 715-938-5110 715-938-5110 give them a shout you can take your sweetie up there as well for a uh, Valentine's weekend getaway, you can check out the romance package on their website if you choose to do so. Uh, again, the four seasons, Wisconsin.com, but you can also get a hold of Barb, B-A-R-B, 715-938-5110. And uh, they have the Mardi Gras party coming up at the end of the month and the Mardi Gras dining specials and entertainment on Friday and Saturday. No admission. Just get a room, get up there and hang out. Uh, now booking for spring and summer bachelor and bachelorette parties. And then there's Pine Mountain Resort on top of that, which has still skiing and such that you can go do. You can check out Pine Mountain Ski and Golf Resort, a tremendous golf course come summertime and you got to get a hold of our girl barb 715-938-5110 715-938-5110 again 715-938-5110 
That is the Four Seasons Island Resort and also our friends at Pine Mountain Resort up near the UP and in Pembine, Wisconsin. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, 877-867-1670. This one is from Anthony who says, uh, do you think that the 49ers would make it sweet enough for the Packers to make a trade? Uh, they talked about Garoppolo. Garoppolo, if I'm not mistaken, is a free agent. Greg said the same thing. Um, I, I believe that is, I believe that Garoppolo is a free agent. I could be wrong, but I believe so. Um, but, you know, I, first of all, the Packers are going to, if indeed there is any kind of a deal, if there's any kind of a deal to be made, it's going to be. It's going to start with an AFC team and most likely end with an AFC team. I don't think the 49ers, first of all, they don't have enough draft capital, to be honest with you. So I don't think that's going to happen. But if they decided to give up players and such, it would be, um, I, I don't think you're going to give up any really big-time starters that, that can help your team for the next two, three, four, five years as opposed to a guy who may come back for one season, maybe two. So I, I just I don't see that happening. Uh, maybe you're a 49ers fan, but I, I don't necessarily see that happening. Just FYI. Um, this was from our, our buddy Steve. And Steve said, I'm thoroughly enjoying the show this uh, week, the best of the week for, of the year for Sports Talk for my, my cars. I'm very curious to watch the other side of the Aaron Rodgers saga with what is Goody, Murphy, and LaFleur doing behind closed doors. Are they preparing for a trade and what they can get for him? What would the trade value be draft pick-wise? And I'm also interested in when the trade talks will actually take place and not just with Rodgers. Uh, there were rumors of DeAndre Hopkins to the Packers. When will the talks heat up uh, after the new year begins in the NFL? What would it cost to the Green Bay Packers draft capital-wise? Lastly, I wanted to see if Ben saw who won Pebble Beach. Uh, it was Ben's favorite, Justin Rose, he says. And that's our buddy Stephen Richfield. Ben, you did see who won in Pebble Beach. Yeah, yeah, it's been on in the background as I've been very meticulously paying attention to our esteemed <laughs> radio show. Mr. Rose did win, and that is all I'll say. Yes, Justin Rose did win. There you go. <laughs> Steve's got your peg, man. I mean, he's got your peg. I mean, come on. Yeah, he's on. He's got it pegged. Um, by the way, uh, so he goes back to when will the uh, DeAndre Hopkins stuff start? You can't do anything until you find out what – now, you can start putting feelers out, certainly, about what the cost would be there. And if, indeed, you made that deal and you made a trade for Aaron Rodgers and would, you know, would that happen? And I don't know what a no – I don't even know if DeAndre Hopkins has a no trade clause. And say if Rodgers is not throwing passes, would DeAndre Hopkins even want to come here? And if he's got a no trade clause and, you know, I, so I, I, I don't know. I, I know, like I said, that uh, that last week of February – you know, going into that Monday and Tuesday and getting into the 28th, a lot of decisions are going to be made. That's just my opinion. You know, nothing heats up until it has to. So right now, it's kind of quiet. Right now, people are whispering. And after that, yeah, it really gets, it begins to get heated. Uh, and I'm talking not heated in an angry way. I'm just talking about heated in a uh, hot atmosphere. So two weeks. We got two weeks. And then I think it all starts to culminate. Stay tuned. We got another hour of the program yet to go. Whole lot more happening right after this in the Bill Michael Show. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.